This podcast is a production of Faith Living Church. If you like what you hear, join us for church sometime in our Plantsville, Connecticut location, Saturdays, 6 p.m., or Sundays, 9 and 11 a.m., or online anytime at faithlivingchurch.com. Good evening. You know, we celebrate uh, a special occasion this time of the year, every year, and uh, we call it Memorial Day. And it's a time when we remember those men and women who have, you know, given their life, the most valuable thing they have, they've given their life, you know, for the freedoms that we have as a nation. And many of you, and even in my, my family way back before I was even born, there were uh, family members who actually gave their life in my family, you know, for the freedoms that we have now. And, um, you know, I, I um, see things so much differently now than way back then, even in the, the military. But, you know, we have a lot of re- first responders right here, you know, and they do the same thing. Uh, and uh, I just want to talk about a little bit about this word remembered, you know. And it is very important that the men and women who have given their lives for our freedom that we remember them. You know, the same as when we remember what Christ has done for us. You know, we remember, because in this world which we live, sometimes we can forget. Can't we get so preoccupied that that we forget? So I just want to challenge you, uh, you know, to remember those who gave their life, who has purchased for us the freedoms that we have here in this nation right now. And it's easy um, to forget that. So that's why we have a Memorial Day. We, we can remember those who paid it all, you know. And for the most part, you know, we have a lot of military folks in our congregation here. And you, you, you think and you, you, you hope that no one has to pay the highest price. But when you serve in those capacities in the military and, and law enforcement, even the, the firemen and, and all those things, they're willing to make those prices, pay those prices for the freedoms, you know, that we have been blessed with here. And uh, so as we talk about that a little bit today, I also want you to think about you. I want you to think about what will you be remembered for. Now you can look around and you can think, well, I know she'll probably remember and he'll probably remember for this and that, you know. But my question today is really, what will you be remembered for? Once you're already up there sliding down them streets of gold, okay, what will people remember about you? Think about that for just a moment. Let me uh, read you uh, a passage we read not too long ago. It's so appropriate as we just, uh, you know, shared in communion together. But it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, it says, let me go over with you again. Let me go over with you again, the scripture says, exactly what goes on in the Lord's Supper and why it is so centrally important. I received my instructions from the master himself and I pass him on to you. The master Jesus on the night that he was betrayed, he took the bread and having given thanks, he He broke it and he said, this is my body broken for you. And can we read those next uh, 
Five words together. Do this and to remember me. Let's do it one more time. Do this to remember me. So communion is nothing really, you know, magical about the bread and the juice and all. Some people want to act like it is, you know, like you're taking Jesus orally, you know, but it's not. Biblically, the Bible forbids us from drinking real blood, you know, <clears throat> and things like that. But Jesus said, I want you to remember this. He said, do this to remember me. You know, Memorial Day weekend is so we'll remember those who gave their life, and Jesus surely gave his for us. And he says, remember me. And then he goes on to say, after supper, he did the same thing with the cup. This cup is my blood, my new covenant with you. Each time you drink this cup, remember me. What you must solemnly realize is that every time you eat this bread and every time you drink this cup, you reenact in your words and your actions the death of the master. You will be drawn back to this meal again and again until the master returns. You must never let familiarity breed contempt. You know, because you can do something, well, say we do it every so many weeks, or we can do it every week, or we can do it every Friday, or whatever, and the familiarity of that, you know, can become kind of like a tradition. And we go through the emotions, and you lose the meaning of it, and that's what he's saying here, but you must never let familiarity, you know, this informality, you know, uh, breed contempt. And he's talking about breeding uh, disrespect and all. Keep, you know, the main thing, the main thing. Remember why we have communion. We do it because we're remembering that someone loved us so much that they died in our place shed his blood, his body was broken on that cross in the grave for three days to pay for our sins so we can have freedom. So we have freedom here and live free from our sins and one day live with him forever. So as we're talking about this whole concept of remembering, that's what I want you to remember. That's what we says right here. Remembered, you know, remembered. Those who gave their life was remembered. Christ has been remembered, you know. Jesus wants us to remember him. That's just the truth of it, you know. And to be remembered, it means to bring an image or a thought back to your mind. To bring an image or a thought. Oh, yeah. Well, let's remember when it snowed last year. You remember? You know, like, oh, yeah, I can see it, you know. You remember when it snowed in October a few years ago on the leaves? Broke all the tops of the trees out. You know, y'all remember that? You can see it. it. Brings back a thought, but an image. And Jesus says, when you take that piece of bread, you take that juice. He says, remember, remember. That's how much I love you. You know. He asked Jesus, how much you love me? He stretched out his arms like this, then him to a cross, and and he died. You know. So it's vital that we remember Christ. But it's important that we remember the men and the women who gave their life for our country and for the freedoms that we have right now and who are still up in the ante and, and still there uh, for us. L let me just read uh, here uh, in uh, Psalms 111, verse 1. 
and it's about the righteousness of God. And it says, praise the Lord. And let me uh, clarify praise. It says in Psalms 105 verse 1, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. That is praise. You're making known his deeds among the people. You know, when you're saying, God, who created the heavens and the earth, Jesus, who gave his life for me, who washed my sins away. It's not just saying, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you. But it's, it's making known his deeds to the people has a lot to do with praise. It says, Psalms 111, says, verse 1, praise the Lord. I will thank the Lord with, what does that say? All my heart. With everything I got, I will praise the Lord. I'll thank the Lord with all my heart as I meet with his, what's that say? Godly people. Wow. Will you be remembered as a godly people one day? Was you one of those godly people? And you know, godly basically means godlike. Just like we fall in love with him and we hang out with him and we start talking kind of like he does and we start acting kind of like he does and see things from his perspective. It says, I'll thank the Lord for all my heart as I meet with his godly people. Hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're remembering people who were godly. And I'm asking that question. I'm going to ask it several times throughout here. What will you be remembered for? What will you be remembered for? Well, one of those things, and I'll tell you what, funerals are a wonderful place to go when you've got godly people who have gone on to see Jesus and you hear the men and the women share, you know, about their experience. And this is what I remember. And this is what I remember. What I remember were so often just so inspired by hearing those sayings. But what will you? Not talking about somebody else, but what will you be remembered for? Verse uh, 2 here in Psalms 111, verse 2, it says, How amazing are the deeds of the Lord, you know? And, and, and we should always remember his deeds. And we should make known his deeds. That's part of our praise to him, you know? He's remembered for loving us. <laughs> and all the wonderful, fantastic things he did for all people in the Bible days that we read about, but what he's extended to you and me as well. It says, so how amazing are the deeds of the Lord? All who delight in him should ponder, should ponder. All those who delight in him should, should ponder his deeds, ponder them, you know. Think about them. Chew about on, on the things that Jesus has done for us, you know. There's a, there's a whole book here full of the things that he's done for us. Chew on it. Ponder it, it says, you know. So what will you be remembered for? Well, as we remember Jesus, let's ponder the things that he has done for us as we delight in him. Verse 3 says everything he does reveals his glory and his honor and his, his majesty, his, his magnificence, his splendor and, and his dignity. He said everything he does reveals his glory and majesty. His righteousness never fails. And, and God always does the right thing. He always does. You, you may not always understand it, but God always does the right thing. And it says in verse 4, who can forget the wonders? And, and wonders, part of the definition of wonders is surprises as well, you know? Like, who can forget the wonders 
that he performs because he is he's full of wonder. And we can say that, that Jesus is wonderful. He's wonderful. And it says here, who can forget the wonders that he performs? How gracious and merciful is our Lord. He gives food to those who trust him. He always remembers his covenant. Now, oh, God always remembers his covenant. God is a covenant maker. Us humans are covenant breakers. Do, do people break covenants lots of times? Whether it's a, a contract of marriage or a business contract or a thousand other kinds of contracts, you know, we, we, we break covenants, you know, but God does not. He is the covenant maker, and it says in verse 5, he gives food to those who trust him. He always remembers his covenant. And a wise man or woman would look and read the covenants that he has made with us because he clings to them. He remembers them. He, he abides by them. Verse 6 says, he has shown his great power to his people by giving them the lands of other nations. And he does, all he does is, is just and good. And all his commandments are trustworthy. You can count on everything that God's word says. They are forever true to be obeyed faithfully with integrity. He has paid a full ransom for his people. How did he pay it? We just celebrated communion here. He paid with the life, the, the, the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. He has paid the full ransom for his people, and he has guaranteed his covenant with them forever. What a holy, awe-inspiring name or a holy, awe-inspiring reputation that God has with us. And the longer you know him, the more history you, you know about him working in your own life. And God, in my book, has got a fantastic reputation. Fantastic. He does what he says he will do. He always does. He, he says in verse 10, reverence for the Lord. Reverence for the Lord. You know, just awe and respect. This reverence for the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. The rewards of wisdom come to, what's that next word? The rewards of wisdom come to all who obey him. Praise his name forever. And then we pick up here in Psalms 112, verse 1. As we continue seeing about God's righteousness, it says, Praise the Lord. Happy are those who fear the Lord, those who stand in awe of him. Happy are those who fear the Lord. Yes, happy are those who delight in doing what he commands. And he commands us just to do the right thing. And it says, those people who fear the Lord and do the right thing, their children will be successful everywhere. Do you want your children to be successful? Whether they're young or they're old, he says here, you know, happy are those who fear the Lord. Yes, happy are those who delight in doing what he commands, doing the right thing. Those people who love him and, and delight in doing what he wants, their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. You want to do something that's good for your children? Live your life for God. He promises they will succeed everywhere in everything that they do, you know. So think about this. Will you be remembered as a, uh, as a godly man? Will you be remembered as a godly woman one day? You know, are you remembered that way now? He says here in verse 3, he says, they, talking about the people who fear the Lord and delight in 
doing the right thing. It says they themselves will be wealthy. Their children are going to succeed in all they do, but they themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will never be forgotten. Not by God or not by other people either, you know. Uh, to remember, we, 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 we bring that image back and we should bring the images that we read about in our Bible back to our mind you know, over and over and over and over. We should bring those images. So let me throw a couple of, you know, let these images just kind of bombard your mind for just a moment, you know. You don't have to tell me what they are, but maybe you can if you want. But when I say Scrooge, what, what bombards you? Is he a sweet, gentle, loving kind of guy? Not in the beginning he wasn't, was he? He was a miser, was he not? He had no kind bone in his body, but there was a transformation that took place. And, and when I say Mary, I, I think of Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, you know? When I say Mary, it's just like, you know, if, what will you be remembered for? When people say your name, like we say Mary, we think sitting at the feet of Jesus, you know? Martha was busy, 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 but Mary was sitting there at his feet. When we say uh, Judas, Betrayer, right? Is that kind of what comes to your mind? You can see him taking those 30 pieces of silver. And so when we think about Christ, what are we allowing into our thoughts, you know, into to our mind? When we say Peter, I don't know about you, but when I say Peter, I, I see him walking on the water, slipping a little bit here and there. I see him denying that he ever knew Jesus as a cock crow in the, the background. What will you be remembered for? Think about Abraham Lincoln. What's he remembered for? Anybody ever heard of the term honest Abe? Yep. He was a man of integrity. He walked, I forgot how many miles it was now because he gave the wrong amount of change when he was younger to someone. And he walked miles to give him a few cents because he overcharged them in this little store he was working at. But honest Abe, you know. Now, my mama always intentionally has always, since we've had kids, when she comes up here, we went down there to visit. She always intentionally makes memories. She intentionally makes memories. And while Susan and I are sleeping, she wakes up the kids. They're like 3 o'clock in the morning. They go under the kitchen table, under the table, okay? Not in a chair, and they have a picnic, you know. Now, my kids will remember the crazy things that my mom did forever, you know. So are you intentionally making memories? What will you be remembered for, you know? Think about that for a moment. What will you be remembered for? John was remembered as being that disciple of love. You know, he was the one who was there, you know, at the, the Last Supper. He was leaning over against Jesus, you know, and Jesus committed his mama to John, said, hey, you take care of her, you know, and all. And we think about Moses, you know. <sighs> Moses. You can visualize he's leading millions of people out of the bondages of slavery in Egypt there. And we, we think of Job, a very patient man, was he not? God, God bless. But what will you be remembered for one day? Abraham, ha, the father of faith. And there's so many more things that pops into our mind as we think about Abraham. But we think about Esther. Boy, she was a risk taker. She took risk on behalf of of Almighty God's people, 
her own people, you know. Columbus, you know, discovered, you know, um, what was that? Was it America that Columbus discovered? You know, this, this, this picture comes into our mind of ships and all the things that, that he did. And what about Isaac Newton? Boom, gravity, you know, apple falls off. You go, wow, that happens on a regular basis, don't it? You know, figured out what gravity was all about and so forth. And Benjamin Franklin, you know, did, did, did his discoveries help us at all? What, what was his number one discovery? Electricity. Electricity. He's flying his kite there, you know. You can picture, visualize that. So as we think about Jesus, we need to visualize that. We need to have that thought and, and allow it to, to uh, be seen on the movie screen of our mind. And we think about David. Think about David as slaying Goliath. You know, a young, young boy, young man, with nothing but a slingshot and great faith in the almighty God. And Thomas Edison, you know, did Thomas Edison do anything? Ending darkness. And he discovered it, but he kind of perfected how we can use this electricity stuff and all. And Gutenberg, Gutenberg, I see this big old wooden machine because he was the creator of the Gutenberg printing press. And the very first thing they ever printed was the Bible. And if you'll study your history, you'll discover that the Gutenberg Bible put an end to what history calls the Dark Ages. When man got a hold of the Bible on this planet, it ended historically the Dark Ages. It's amazing when you think about, you know, God's Word, it gives life. And uh, just because you got a name, does it mean you do the same thing because your name is like someone else? What about uh, Billy Graham and Billy the Kid? Do you have the same pictures that pop into your mind? One was a phenomenal evangelist that led millions of people to Christ, and one was a, a bandit. <laughs> He'd rob you blind, you know, and probably shoot you in the midst of that as well, you know. And if your name is Billy, that don't mean there's a bad thing going on there, okay? <laughs> Just wanted to say that, you know. Um, Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you ever saw that movie about Lord of the Rings, but uh, one section there where the guy Frodo, I think his name is, and, um, you know, Sam Wise, you know, they were discussing this thing and say, uh, you know, I wonder, because they were thinking, well, we might not survive this. I wonder if we'll be remembered. Think about that. He said, I wonder if they'll write songs about us. You know, sing songs about Sam. Sam the brave, baby, you know. But they were talking about that stuff. I wonder if they'll write songs about some of you, what will we remember about you? This is Memorial Day weekend, and we're remembering those who gave their life for our freedom. But, you know, what will we be remembered for? I think it's a very valid, uh, you know, uh, question here. I really do. Um, actually, uh, do we have some buckets that are out there amongst you tonight? Could you pass those buckets around? Let everybody grab something out of that bucket. There'll be something like these. These are little, you know what You know what these are? Sticky notes. There's all kinds of sticky notes, okay? So take a package of sticky notes. There's all kinds of sizes of sticky notes. There's big sticky notes. There's little sticky notes. So if, take, take a, a, one package 
of sticky notes. Please don't take them all because I got to give them away tomorrow too. All right. <laughs> but what what are sticky notes for? Help you remember. You know, if you ever see some people that are sticky notes everywhere. You know, so they don't forget anything. But I want you to take these sticky notes so you'll remember this Memorial Day. We remember men and women who have been, you know, forever, as long as the military has been in existence, they've given their life for the freedoms that we have now. Along with all the other, you know, uh, men and women who serve our great nation here who've given so much and given of their lives. But remember that, you know. And remember one day... People's going to be remembering who? You. What will we remember about you? Think about that for a moment. So take your little package of sticky notes, take it home, put it somewhere, write something on it every once in a while, stick it somewhere, you know, that it will remind you of something that maybe you shouldn't be forgetting, you know. So, uh, Oh, you know what? I didn't bring my bag out here. Let me go get my bag. Now, don't forget your sticky notes, okay? Because what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to remind you about some stuff and all. So I wonder if that thing still works there. Listen to what it says here in Psalms 112, verse 4, it says, When darkness overtakes who? Can darkness really overtake godly men and women? Permanently? The end? That's over? No. He says here, when darkness overtakes the godly, and, and I, I have this little bitty contraption here, it's just a little light. You know, and you can kind of set it up on your, you know, your tabletop and blind yourself with it, I reckon, you know. But the scripture says, when darkness overtakes the godly, the light comes bursting through. And his word is light, and Jesus is the light of the world. And we need to remember that and, and, and not forget that. Make a note of it, if you would. But he says here, when darkness overtakes the godly, light will come bursting in and, and they are generous and compassionate and righteous. The godly are. Ungodly people, maybe not, but godly men and women are, are generous. They're compassionate. They're righteous. And it says, and all goes well. Do y'all see that in verse five? Let's read those three words together. All goes well. I like the idea of that. I like that all goes well with me. What about you? Yeah. Me and my family, I like that. I like all things that go well with every one of you who are part of our congregation here. He says, all goes well for those who are generous, who lend freely and conduct their business fairly. Will you be remembered as being a person who was generous? that you, you were an honest, you conducted your business fairly, you know. Think of, about that for a moment, you know. Because some people are not very generous at all. There was an article I was reading 
There was a son, and he was sitting beside his father's bedside. The father was near death. Is that you, my son? The father asked. Yes, father, replied the son. What is that smell? Is that mother making my favorite apple strudel? Yes, father, said the son. Ah, to have one more piece before I leave. Would you please bring me a piece? Asked the weakened father. After a few minutes, the son returned, and he sat down next to his dad. Is that you, my son? Yes, father. Did you bring me the strudel? No, father. Mother said the strudel is for after the funeral. Now, is that what you're going to be remembered for? For being stingy and not generous? Who do you think was the most important person who should have had some of that apple strudel? Her husband. Absolutely. I know we laugh at it a little bit, but the truth of it is, you know, will we be remembered for being generous with our time, our energy, our resources? Will we be remembered as being generous? Or we, will we be remembered as being stingy? Uh, amongst the people who really know us. That's what I'm talking about here. Think about that. Uh, what do you think of when I say this, this name here? Uh, is he generous? When I, when I say the word Jesse James, was he generous? Well, maybe he stole from the rich to give to the poor, but... Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know, but I think he was still a thief of my own self, you know. What about Bonnie and Clyde? Wonderful romantic story. They ended up, you know, bullet holes all in them in their car because they put a lot of bullet holes in other people too, did they not? I mean, you, 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 you think of these, these terms here. When, when I say Judas, what do you think of? A betrayer, you know, 30 pieces of silver. When I think of Hitler, what do you think of? You know, yeah, an evil. I mean, he, he was a, you know, a, a terrorist, if if you would. You know, a dictator who got his own way. That was definitely not a godly way. Well, let me pick back up here in verse six in uh, Psalms 112, verse six says, "Such people," and it was referring to godly people. Such people will not be overcome by evil circumstances. Godly people will not be overcome. Oh, they'll come against you, but you will not effectively be overcome by evil circumstances, the Bible says. Those who are righteous, who are in right relationship, you know, and therefore doing the right thing will be long remembered, you know. They'll be remembered for a very long time. You know, uh, we, we have history books now. We, we're remembering people, you know, Scrooge. We're remembering Hitler and Abraham Lincoln, you know. But what will you be remembered for? I mean, this is something you're going to take home with you tonight when we end this, you know. What, what will you be remembered for? You, will you be remembered as a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ? It tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, it says, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin. Jesus was the offering. On that cross, he was the offering to pay for my sins. It says God made, God made this happen. He made Christ who never sinned, never did one thing wrong. He, God made him to be sin 
to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made. We are not right with God, but we could be made right with God through Christ, you know. Wow. You can be made right with, with Christ right this moment. You can be right with God right this moment, this day before another day passes. And all the people who you know who've done some horrible things, they can be made right because we, we never earn that rightness. But God allowed Jesus to, to be made, you know, made for our sin. He made Christ an offering for your sin, not, not for his, that you and I could be made right with God through Christ, you know. So if the people who live in your community right now, will you be remembered one day as, hey, I remember him, I remember her. Will they remember you as a follower of Christ? A person who was well-balanced, who loved and cared about people, but who was unashamed and a, a true follower of Christ? Just think about that for a moment, you know. Uh, Isaiah tells us that we're, Isaiah 64, 6, it says we're all, we're all infected and we're impure with sin. We've all fallen short. When we proudly display our righteous deeds, our own, well, see here, I'm so good and I do this and that, we find they are but, what's it say? Filthy rags. Our righteousness, the best a human can come up with is filthy rags. God will make us right. You know, he works his miracle because of what Christ did, you know. But our own human deeds are like, well, here, God's going to let me in heaven because I did this and I did that, and we're doing it just so God will let us in heaven one day. It's like, no, Christ, he was our offering. He died in our place if the truth was to be made known. Psalms 112, verse 7, it says, they, talking about the godly, the righteous, do not fear bad news. They don't fear bad news. Like, will you be remembered as a person who's like, eh, news has always got something. I ain't worried about that. Will you be remembered as a person who does not fear bad news? He says here, they do not fear bad news. They confidently confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They, the the righteous, the godly, are confident and and fearless (laughs) and can face their foes triumphantly. They give generously to those in need, you know. Think about that. Their their good deeds will never be forgotten is what God's word tells us here. But my question is still the same. How are you going to be remembered, you know? How are you? I mean, and this comes home to me. How am I going to be remembered, you know? How are you going to be remembered? I mean, when people think about us, what, what are they going to remember, you know? Um, Memorial Day is remembering the men and women who died. That's what it's all about, is the men and women who died serving our country for our freedoms. You know, and, and we, we remember them today. I do. I, I think about them this whole weekend, you know, and, and what they did for, for you and me. And when I go and look at these military uh, cemeteries, they look like they go on for miles. You know, the men and women who really paid the ultimate price, you know. John 8, 34 says, Jesus replied, I assure you that everyone who sins is a slave of sin. Verse 36, so if the Son, talking about Jesus, sets you free, you will be free indeed. 
Will people remember that that man, that woman, that they were free. They were free and they radiated the freedom that Christ, you know, uh, gave them, you know. Uh, you can ask yourself right now, you know, go, am I free? Do you feel like you're free? Or do you feel like you're in bondage to sin? Something's got a hold of you and is controlling you that you can't get away from. Think about it, you know. Are you really free? And will people remember, like, he, she, they were free. John 8, 31, it says, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you keep obeying my teachings. And you will know the, what's that say? The truth and the truth will set you free, you know. Will you be made known? Will you be known as like, now that man, that woman, she, he kept the, the truth and, and they were free. Free from their past, free from guilt and shame and free from fear and, and all those kinds of things there. Second Peter 1, 1 says, this letter is from Simon Peter, a slave and apostle of Jesus Christ. So what was Peter wanting to be remembered for? He goes on to say, I am writing to all of you who share the same precious faith that we have. He was remembered as being one of the, the precious faith, uh, faith given to us by Jesus Christ, our God and Savior, who makes us, who makes us right with God. Verse 12 says, I plan to keep on reminding you. Listen to what, Paul, uh, what he, uh, Peter says here. He says, I plan to keep on reminding you of these things, even though you already know them, and you're standing firm in the truth, I just don't want you to forget, you know. I don't want you to forget these very important things. It's Christ who makes us right with him, with the Father. It's, it's his word that sets us free. And Peter says, I'm going to keep on reminding you of these things over and over and over again. Verse 13 says, yes, I believe I should keep on reminding you of these things as long as I live. Why? How many of y'all are ever forgetful? Some of you forgot to raise your hand right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's all of us. We get forgetful, you know. We really do, you know. I mean, some of you at Easter time can uh, do the Easter hunt. You can hide all your eggs, and then you can have a ball going to find them because you don't remember where you hit them, you know. I mean, we forget stuff as we get older, you know, a lot easier. Now, maybe you don't do that with Easter eggs. I don't know. I probably would, I suppose, you know, if I played that game, you know. Verse 14 says, But the Lord Jesus Christ has shown me that my days here on earth are what? Numbered. And I am soon to die. Hmm. If you knew, and, and your days are numbered, we all have an appointment with God. The Bible says, and he tells us basically how many days we have. And if you figured out how many days you actually have left, it's like, ooh, wow, I should do something a little bit different, shouldn't I? If you knew how many days you had left, you think it would affect what you did tomorrow and the next day and the next day? Because we, hey, I got an endless supply. They'll just go on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And that is true once you tap into eternal life. You know, it just goes on and on and on. And I'll close my eyes one day and I'll wake up sliding down them streets of gold and it'll just go on and on and on. But if you know that your time here on this earth and we got loved ones and friends and family and 
and aprons and all, when you recognize I have a limited time left, what are you going to be remembered for? Will your life make a difference for somebody else when they remember you? I mean, when I think of Abraham Lincoln, I am always inspired. And a lot of the Bible characters, I am inspired every time I read about them. My fate just goes up a few notches, you know. But what about when people think of us? What will they remember? And we're talking about Memorial Day, you know. Have, have you ever totally forgotten Memorial Day before? I have in years gone by. I finally said, what is Memorial Day anyhow? I, I said that one time, you know, 30 some odd years ago. It's like, what is this? I mean, it had just like, there were so many holidays, it just kind of passed me by. I'm ashamed to say that. But it's like, you know what? There's lots of things in this whole world that's just too important to forget. But what will you be remembered for? Listen to what it says here. Second uh, Corinthians 5, 9. It says, so our aim, I love this verse. So our aim is to please him when? 100% of the time. Our aim is to please him always. What if he was remembered for that? It's like, well, you know what? She did her best. He did his best to please God all the time. You know, would that be worthy? You know, say, like, oh, awesome, man, you know, be fantastic. So our aim is to please him always, whether we're here in this body or away from this body, for we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or the evil we have done in our, our bodies, you know. Hmm, what are you going to be remembered for? Let me see, here's another verse over here. Um, Proverbs, oh, well, let me, yeah, Proverbs 22, one says, choose a good reputation over great riches, for being held in high esteem is better than having silver and gold. Amen. Now, to have both is okay, but if you got the choice between the two, having a good reputation or having money, go with the good reputation. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what God's word is telling us. For being held in high esteem is better than having silver or gold. That's what the, the scripture says here. And there was a guy, his name was Alfred, uh, Alfred, Alfred Nobel. You, 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 ever, you ever heard of Alfred Nobel? You ever heard of the Nobel Peace Prize? Well, Albert's brother died. Now, do you know what great invention Alfred Nobel invented? Dynamite and nitroglycerin. Nitroglycerin was very unstable, and uh, Alfred's brother died, and there was an obituary read in the newspaper, but they, they made a mistake, and they said that Alfred had died. So Alfred read his own obituary. And everybody was talking about how selfish of a man he had made millions of dollars of producing something that killed millions of people. Talking about the dynamite that was also uh, finally weaponized and used in a military capacity. And when he read his own obituary, he said, I'm going to change that. And even upon his death, he left so much of his wealth to establish the Nobel Peace Prize because he saw what he was being remembered for and that was not what he wanted to be remembered for. 
So what will you be remembered for? What will your reputation say? Well, you know, he's made a lot of money or made a lot, he's just always fussy the kids for stepping on his lawn or, you know, think about it. We can change it. If we're still breathing, we can change that. We really can. And so I'm going to uh, read you one more verse here. It says, every time I think of you, Philippians 1.3, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. So if hopefully one day when people remember us, they'll go, oh, I remember sister so-and-so. I remember brother so-and-so, you know, and I'll thank you, God, for the way they touched my life once upon a time. It was an inspiration. Well, Father, we come before you in the name of your son, Jesus. And we remember the battle that he fought so we could all be forgiven and have great freedom. And we lift up the men and the women who remember a loved one who has passed on because they gave their life for others. Comfort them, Father, and continue to rise up within the hearts of men and women. Lord, because of a passion for you, that they'll give their lives to serve you and to keep us experiencing your freedom, not just as a nation, but yes, that, but freedom in our own hearts, in our own minds, freedom from sin. And Father, we lift up all the men and the women who serve our country and bless them, Father, and protect them and send laborers across their path and anoint the chaplains, Lord, who will speak to them and encourage them and give them hope. We ask you for miracles to take place in those who are out there, Lord, guarding us while we enjoy life. Bless them, Father, we ask, and help us always to remember Forgive us, Father, for just taking for granted the price that was paid for our freedom here as well as the price that was paid for our freedom from sin. Help us to remember, Lord. As our heads are bowed, would you join me in a simple prayer as we remember Jesus. We remember what he did for us and we reaffirm our faith and maybe some of you will invite him into your life for the very first time today who are in one of these rooms here in our, our sanctuary or who's watching online. Would you pray with us right now together? Dear Heavenly Father, I remember. I remember the price that was paid for my salvation to wash my sins away. I remember that Jesus gave his life and he shed his blood to wash my sins away. I believe that Jesus rose from the dead and I welcome Jesus into my life as my Savior, as my Lord, and as my King. I remember what he did. Help me, O oh Lord, to live a life that will honor you as others remember me. May their life be inspired. In the name of your son, Jesus.